You are listening to The Smarter Sales Show, where sales challenges are solved with tech and technique, so you can sell more and stress less. Please welcome your hosts, sales experts and funny ladies, Merit Khan and Julie Holmes. Hello, I am Merit. Are you open to it, Khan? I'm the sales technique expert and the Smarter Sales Show. And I am Julie Holmes. You'll know me when I say there's an app for that because there is. There's always an app for that. <laughs> Clearly, I represent technology on the Smarter Sales Show. Every week, we're going to solve one of your sales challenges from a tech and a technique perspective so you can sell smarter and stress less. And by the end of each episode, we want you to have really practical and immediate technique and tech that you can leverage to sell smarter. You're welcome. (laughs) We're really excited. We're featured on C-Suite Radio and all of your major podcast channels. And we are able to reach a global community, people who are entrepreneurial and sales focused and really committed to being successful in whatever they're selling. So we're excited to serve you. And today's challenge, drum roll, please. Today's sales challenge is ours. Yay! Uh, So this week's question (laughs) comes from us. We recorded a podcast really around referrals and getting more referrals. And we just knew that the very next question that would come in and one that we both get asked all the time is about LinkedIn. LinkedIn. (laughs) Uh, And how we can use LinkedIn more effectively. And Merritt and I immediately both had this massive list of things. So we've kind of honed that list down and we want to share with you some of our top tech and techniques for using LinkedIn more effectively. Exciting. I'm, I'm really excited to hear what you have to say, Julie, because I know LinkedIn is such an amazing tool for for generating sales and for cultivating the context that you have and nurturing them. And there's so much. And I wonder every day if I'm missing out on the low-hanging fruit. That There's so many people in my network and I'm not tapping into it as best that I could because I have a lot of weaknesses on that tech side. So I think that there is a lot of value that both of us can bring to the table on this one. And I think that you were 100% right when you talked about LinkedIn being an incredibly powerful platform. For example, here's a couple of fun stats about LinkedIn. So LinkedIn currently has over 675 million users. Wow. 675 million users on LinkedIn. And not only that, 310 million of those users are active on LinkedIn every month. Gosh, that's so just incredible. Yeah. That is your market and then some, right? right? I mean, there's no reason for us to be without prospects and connections on LinkedIn. As sales professionals, LinkedIn generates 80% of B2B leads and compare that with, say, for example, Twitter, where people are typically seeing 13% B2B leads coming through Twitter and only 7% of B2B leads coming through Facebook. You know, that makes so much sense because when I think about where my mindset is when I'm on Facebook, it's not in business. Not really. I'm there to to check what's going on in my neighborhood Facebook group or my friends and things. But anytime I'm in LinkedIn, I'm there for a business reason. I've got my business mindset on. I think that's an excellent point. And maybe that's why I was kind of making the list of things I felt we should talk about on this particular episode. 
And I would love for us to break this down into three main areas. I'd love for us to talk about our profile on LinkedIn and make sure that everyone, especially me, (laughs) is doing the best things that they can on their LinkedIn profile, because it is, after all, your free business webpage. Right. And how we can use LinkedIn technology and technique to grow more connections so that we have a broader network to work with. And finally, how we can leverage our connections that we've created on LinkedIn in our business. I'm so glad you're the process-oriented thinker of the two of us. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a checklist every day. Yes, you give us such good structure. So let's jump in with profile. Brilliant. All right. So the first thing that I want to say when it comes to your profile is basically it's kind of like building a house. You want to make sure that you have the infrastructure right. You've got the framing right of your house and you want to do the same thing with your LinkedIn profile. So first of all, the number of people that I see that don't leverage all of the options that LinkedIn gives you to brand and position yourself, it breaks my heart. Mm. So everybody knows that they should have a profile photo on LinkedIn. Right. Okay, I'm going to go one step farther. Knock it off. Go get some cover art. There's a big blank billboard on your LinkedIn profile that you are not potentially using as effectively as you should. I cannot so believe go how get many your cover people art. still have that like blue with the mm. connecting lines and dots. Like, please, people, yeah. get rid of that. Get some cover yeah, art. Yeah, <laughs> go put something on there. A picture of you, of your company, your logo, your branding statement, whatever, the value that you offer. Put your phone number and your email on it. Right. After all, LinkedIn is supposed to be a jumping off point for conversations, not the destination of conversations. Yeah. So for cover art, like you can go and use a really cool free tool like Canva. And I'll put a link for that in the show notes. But a lot of the tools that are out there for creating graphics quickly and easily will have templates pre-made. So you don't even have to think that hard. I also use a tool called Relay That, and I'll put a link to that. In fact, at the time that we're recording this, I think there's even a lifetime deal on Relay That maybe. So I'll put links to those. Then Uh, The second level up from that is once you've got your cover art, now you're already into the graphics and images, I would tell you that you should go and add media to your profile. And people are visual creatures, right? Video is one of the most powerful mediums that we have to communicate. And if we can't do a video, then the next best thing that we can do, of course, is an image. But on every single one of the components of your profile, from each of your different jobs or employment history to your actual profile description, you can put media. So put a PDF out there, put an image, put a couple of photographs, put a video message, like whatever you can to help people know who you are and what you do. And then make sure that you are connecting up your social media profiles. We want to give people all the opportunity to connect with us. We've already said phone number and email. Now connect up your social media links. And last but far from least, customize your LinkedIn profile address. Mm. That URL doesn't have to be a horrible URL. You can make it an awesome URL. And that will help you to make it easier for people to connect with you. That's great advice. Yeah. So what do you write, Merit? What do you, okay, I've got a profile, yeah. put all my pictures on it, but now I'm I'm looking at this open description area in my header and I'm blank. What have you got? That's the million dollar question. I would say there's a few things. First of all, you want to have a really clear 
title. So Julie, I'm going to use you as my guinea pig. Can I do that? You can do that. <laughs> so I'm on your LinkedIn page right now on my Maybe screen. Maybe I should go look at my LinkedIn yeah. page too. Looks good. Looks good. You've got a great picture. Okay. So your title is Getting People Excited About Tech and Innovation, Product and App Inventor, Marketing Professional, and your phone number is right there in the header. So I think that's an actually an excellent example of a title done well. It's very clear. I know what you do. In mine, I say resources for sales and leaders to stay open for business in spite of coronavirus. So I even took it to the next level. Oh, you're looking at like current events exactly. and making it really really practical. Okay. Exactly. Now, I can't say I've ever done it quite so specific, but this is a global experience. And so mm. I'm demonstrating evidence that I'm in touch with reality about what's going on. And I also have solutions. Open for business is my brand. So I have solutions to stay open for business in spite of this particular crisis that we're in right now globally. So that's a good way. And you can change your title as much as you want. So I'm not stuck with that. If I want to change it tomorrow, I can. Then I think the next opportunity is to really use emotional words and describe who is the best ideal client for you in your description section, the about section. So your about section, Julie, is uh-huh. very much about you. And nothing wrong with that. Mm. There's an opportunity there to have your potential prospect or the person you would like to connect with and do business with to identify themselves in your description. So yours is, I am an inventor, an app developer, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And contrast that if you look at my profile, my about section says, if you are on my profile, you must be one of the following, a business owner, an entrepreneur, or a meeting professional, or maybe even a combo okay, I'll tell you a little bit about me, or you could just click this link and schedule some time for us to talk. So I'm using oh, my- Oh, wow. I, know, I thought you so, would like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So hold on. You're actually putting a meeting link in there yep. so they can go straight to your calendar and book your calendar. I know. That's super smart. Look at me but using I tech. I <laughs> really love, I love, first of all, the conversational tone of it. Yes. So when you are listening to this episode, chances are my profile won't look like what Merit's just described <laughs> because I'm going to go use Merit's profile as an inspiration. But I do really appreciate that you're teeing people up into groups and yes. you're you're basically saying if you're one of these people, you're in the right profile. Exactly. That's so smart. You know, I won't read you my entire description, but it goes on and it says, here's why business owners like Jason hire me. Here's why entrepreneurs like Catherine hire me. And then I give a little bit of the problem that they had, the solution I provided, and the results that they got. And that way- So you're adding social proof as well. Yes, exactly. And I can do all of that in my profile. So I think Mm. really from a technique perspective, you want to realize it's who you help and why it's not just- a laundry list of your resume. So that's what I would say would be an improvement in the profile section. Well, and I suppose if you had a resume, if you're looking for a job, well, you could put that as media. Yeah. You could put your resume as a PDF right out there. Exactly. And then you could be like, if you want a resume, there's one here. Click on it. Exactly. You mentioned putting videos in your profile. That's another place where what I could do, I haven't done this yet, a video recording of me talking about my ideal prospects in exactly the same language that I have in my about section. But now I've got a video. So now I'm adding media to that LinkedIn profile. And it's just another way for people to understand who I really help and what I do in the medium that they're most comfortable with. 
Yeah, I think that's brilliant. And, and it doesn't come up very often. Well, you know this. I have a master's degree in communication. And so <laughs> I love figuring out how we can use technology to give people content in the way that is most palatable for them. Yeah, yeah. In the way they best hear, in the way they best experience it. I love that. All right, so we've got profiles. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about growing connections. Mm, growing connections. There's some cool little tips that you can do right away on this particular platform to get your connection numbers up. I'm going to tell you, there's no point in having a ton of connections on LinkedIn that you don't know can't place, right. can't actually reach out to, and you have no context for them. Mm. So for everybody that's like on this great connection number hunt, and you're looking to just put another notch in your bedpost over how many connections you have, knock it off. Oh my gosh, that's so unhelpful and so unuseful. Right. So one of the things that LinkedIn offers that is really useful when it comes to growing the connection numbers is that you can see for free who is visiting your profile. Mm. And so rather than just randomly go out and trying to connect with anybody, who's looking for you? That's Who so is important. searching for you? So if you have LinkedIn Sales Navigator, and of course, that's the most obvious application that connects up with LinkedIn or is LinkedIn. And of course, with that, when you look at your connection, people who have visited your profile and then ultimately how you make connection requests to them, you get a lot more breadth. But even on the free platform and the free usage of LinkedIn, you can go and see who's visited your profile. And unless they have a premium plan where they can block that, that information is out there and most people aren't that bothered. But right. now imagine that you could go and say, oh, Merit, I saw that you were just looking at my profile and that you are a professional sales trainer and a sales expert. Hey, thanks for visiting my profile. I'd love to know what attracted you to it. I get visits from people like you often because my area of expertise is technology for sales. I, and now I I've got that. this opening, right? Yeah. You're, I'm tearing up over here, Julie. Oh, yes. I must be rubbing off on you. Those were the perfect words. Oh, <laughs> you so nailed excited. it. <laughs> I'm so excited. Are you open to a compliment? <laughs> oh, I am open to I'm always open to a compliment. So what else should I be saying, Merit, in if I'm making that connection request? I can see they visited my profile. What else should I be saying there? Well, there's a couple of things. So one thing that I do is, is first of all, I'm going to look at their profile, right? I'm going to really look for any of those commonalities. I might even look and see what groups they are part of or groups that they're active in. And uh, my super secret way is sometimes then I'll go and join those groups. So now we actually do have a connection and I can say in my message, I noticed that you were on my profile and we both happen to be part of the ABC company group or the ABC interest group. So I'm curious, you know, is there a reason that you were on my profile or were you looking for someone else? I might make a little joke, but if you're open to it, I'd be happy to set up a conversation and as quickly as possible, I like to get people off of LinkedIn and onto the next phase of warming up the sale, the prospect by turning that into a phone call. Because once I've had a real conversation in real life, then it becomes a more, uh, I don't know, warmed up lead. It's just a richer experience. I think that's a great example. And in fact, one of the things that I do 
is I try to make sure that even when I meet somebody in person, I get a secondary connection point with them, which is LinkedIn. Yeah. For example, we were talking about Switchy just a few minutes ago, but one of the things that Switchy does as an app is it lets me generate QR codes. So I have a QR code to my LinkedIn profile. And when I speak at an event or even when I you know, present at a virtual program, I will put that QR code on the screen and I'll make a joke about it because, Merit, you taught me that humor sells. Yes, it does. And I love that. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll say, okay, scan this QR code. Where did it take you? And somebody will say, oh, it took me to your LinkedIn profile. I'll be like, oh, Oh, that's so weird. Well, listen, while you're there, (laughs) why don't you connect with me? And then all of a sudden, I now have a second avenue so that even if I've met somebody and I don't have an immediate conversation with them that will take it to the next level. I have another channel that I can connect with them on from a tech perspective. So I'm really looking to expand my use of multiple channels. That's so important too, because people are changing. They're here one day and they're at somewhere else the next day. But if they're in your LinkedIn profile, wherever they're at, you still have that touch point. Yeah, I never really thought about that, but you're absolutely yep, right. Absolutely. That makes complete sense. Like their email might not work anymore, or their phone number might not work anymore, but their LinkedIn profile, you can find them. You know, the other thing that I think on this growing connections conversation is the opportunity to demonstrate your expertise and contribute value into the LinkedIn mm-hmm. community by writing articles or making posts or even contributing to other people's posts and articles. And I learned from somebody else's LinkedIn course, and we'll do a little shout out to uh, Jennifer Darling, who does a great job with LinkedIn. She's a LinkedIn expert trainer. And one of the things I took away from one of her programs was to not just thumbs up on posts and, you know, in, in different articles, but to actually write something, contribute to the conversation. And When I started doing that, then all of the people that liked or commented on that article that I may not have even written, somebody else generated it, now I'm looking and I can click on all of the people that contributed to that. And then I can create a message and send them an invitation to connect with me because we both commented on that same source. I love that looking for those commonalities and in some case, even creating those commonalities. Yes, exactly. So that you have a point of conversation. That's really handy. Yeah. So that takes us on to, of course, the last area that we wanted to talk about for LinkedIn. And that is about how do I leverage those connections? How do I get more value and more usage instead of just making a place where I store a bunch of connections? How do I make that a place where I build business? Yeah. And we talked about this in episode two on the topic was getting more referrals and introductions for your Mm -hmm. business. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, it's a great conversation. We gave us so many techniques and different tech tools. And we did reference LinkedIn, which is why this was our next episode. But in terms of how do you take those testimonials on LinkedIn and turn those in to be able to say to someone, hey, thanks for the great testimonial. I'm curious, would you be open to going through your LinkedIn contacts with me, maybe set up a LinkedIn connection meeting where we actually scroll through your contacts and see who it might make some sense to introduce me to, who I might be able to introduce you to for your offers. And then that way, LinkedIn becomes a door opener, but it's the technique there is to reach out to our current connections, whether or not they gave Mm -hmm. us a testimonial, just reach out to our current connections to say, hey, it's been a while since we talked. There are people that you know that would be helpful for me to meet and vice versa. 
can we have a LinkedIn connection meeting and see who we might introduce each other to? That sounds like a great idea. And you only have to get a few really good leads from any of these tips or techniques or tools to make them worth your time. The thing about LinkedIn is that it is ultimately a database. That is what it is. And I get awfully excited about databases. (laughs) Yes, you do. I can't help myself. (laughs) Databases are just the most amazing thing. I want to make sure that I share some really specific tools that you should be using or could be using, and I'm going to go with should, in order to better manage and leverage those connections that you've already got. I'm making my list of everything you say right now. Go ahead. Okay, good. Get your pencil out. Here we go. All right. First up, everybody knows already about LinkedIn Sales Navigator. So LinkedIn Sales Navigator is LinkedIn's tool for really working connections in LinkedIn. If you are a sales professional, hopefully your organization is providing you with access to LinkedIn Sales Navigator. But if not... To me, that is just the price of doing business. You should be out there and investing in yourself and in your professional selling skills by making sure that you have that tool at your disposal. Mm. So LinkedIn Sales Navigator is great because it really provides you with some of the most robust searching capabilities. So great for being able to search and sort through all of your connections and also all of the LinkedIn professionals that aren't in your connection list. And within LinkedIn Sales Navigator, you can create lead lists so you can organize them. For example, I'll make different lead lists and then my assistant and I will go through those lead lists and we'll decide different strategies that we want to use to approach them with in-mail and all kinds of cool tools like that. You can actually do a lot of searching free on LinkedIn and making sure that you're using things like Booleans, like ands and ors, and that you're doing that advanced searching, that will do a lot for you. The other thing I wanted to mention was a tool called Ducks Soup, D-U-X hyphen soup. Very weird name, but for a very cool product. Now, Duck Soup does a couple of really valuable things. One of them I don't recommend and one of them I do. So one thing that DuckSoup does, and there are other applications like this out there, where it does automatic following of people, it also can do things like automatic connection requests, and it can do automatic messaging. I am not a fan of any of that automated connection and automated messaging. Mm. And there's a couple reasons. One, because I think that it always sounds automated and it looks and feels automated, which damages your relationship before you even get started. Couldn't agree more. But also because... It goes against LinkedIn's policies. Uh. So before you get yourself, you know, in trouble with LinkedIn, don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) However, what it does do that I love is it allows me to tag my contacts and add notes to them. And it basically is a plugin that sits in my browser on top of LinkedIn so that I can keep track of where I met everybody. Ah. How do I know this person? Because by the time you get five or 10 years down the road, you have forgotten how you met this person. Oh, we both attended this training class together in 1998. Five or 10 years? Like I'm on to the next thing in like five or 10 minutes. I already don't remember you. Unless you're hot. If you're hot, then I remember you. If you're a hot guy, (laughs) I remember hot guys. (laughs) Am I allowed to say that on my podcast? <laughs> well, you can say that. And so if you're hot, please follow me. Yeah, please follow me if you're hot. Um, <laughs> oh, look at me. Look at how red I got. If you're watching oh, on video, you can just see it's like a night and day. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's that's standing out in sales. <laughs> so being able to put notes about how you met people, but also to being able to tag them. We use tags so that we can group and organize them and deal with that data offline as well. So 
Again, look at tools like that that let you really keep track of what's happening with that, like a CRM system. And of course, you can also take those contacts, you can export your connection list from LinkedIn, and you can work them in your CRM system. The only thing I would say is that I am a firm believer in respecting the relationship that you have. Yeah. So I would say, don't go, I hate, 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 and I know I'm not the only person that hates this, when people take my LinkedIn email, and with that LinkedIn email, they then start sending me, they add me to their mailing list, when uh, I've never expressed any interest in that mailing list. That's right. I hate that so much. Don't do that. <laughs> Here's a free bonus tip if you want to kind of keep an eye out for that kind of thing. I actually have my LinkedIn email. While you can have multiple emails associated with LinkedIn, my LinkedIn email is LinkedIn at JulieHolmes.com. And so anytime I get a message that is addressed to LinkedIn at JulieHolmes.com, I know it's because they've exported me as a connection request, as a contact, and they've emailed me. You are so sneaky. I kind of love that. (laughs) I do. Well, I want to know that these people are doing that. That's awesome. So if they really know me, they'll know my email. And if they're just getting my email address from LinkedIn, I want to know that too. Hmm, I love that. Well, we could probably talk about this topic for hours and hours and hours. Maybe we should do a second podcast of this topic. But I think we've got another topic for the next time that I'm excited about. Uh, Yes. Tell me, what are we doing next time? (laughs) (laughs) So next time, I think, aren't we? Oh, oh, you know who we should talk about next time? We should deal with a question from Ian. Do you remember we got that great message from Ian in the UK from my old stomping grounds? Ian in the UK had specifically asked if we had any tips, techniques, and tools that can help him to stand out as a sales professional. That's right. Differentiation. You know why I didn't remember that? Because we get a lot of those kinds of questions and it didn't stand out, the question itself. <laughs> so <laughs> That's the way to show up. Yeah, That's, we'll make, like we'll that. make this memorable if it kills you. <laughs> but- <laughs> I'm going to go away and think about that because I think that there's some cool things that we can do with technology to start conversations to stand out and to be memorable. And I imagine that you are open to sharing (laughs) some cool techniques to do the same. I definitely have some techniques because standing out is not just about having a, a new or different product or service. It's about how you talk about it. It's about how you present yourself. It's about how you go to market. There's so many pieces of that sales process that can differentiate you in the way that you conduct the sales process. So tons of tips in the next episode on differentiation, standing out. And make sure that you are sending us any other questions that you want us to answer. I mean, we love getting mail. We do. We love getting mail. You know, differentiate yourself. Do something fun. (laughs) Send us a video instead. But also send us a message and let us know what you've done with your LinkedIn profile and, and which of these tools and strategies and techniques that we've shared with you have been the most valuable to you. And then make sure that you tune in every Wednesday for a new episode because we want to make sure that uh, not only are we learning from each other, but that we're helping you to be smarter sales professionals. We love a good entrepreneurial sales pro who is not just a salesperson, but a sales professional. So tune in every Wednesday for that. And of course, you can sign up and get notifications and some bonus content periodically by joining our email list. So you can reach us by email at hello at thesmartersalesshow.com. And you can, of course, visit our website, thesmartersalesshow.com to join our email list and to learn more about us, who we serve, how we help you, and how we can help you be better at sales. 
<laughs> Until next time, I'm Merritt. Are you open to it, Khan? And I'm Julie. There's an app for that, Holmes. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Smarter Sales Show, and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday to The Smarter Sales Show. If you want a tech and technique solution to your sales challenge, send an email to hello at thesmartersalesshow.com. And don't forget to check out the show notes. If you'd like a transcript of today's show with links to the tools we mentioned during the episode, as well as reminders when the episodes are released, please visit our website and subscribe to our email updates at thesmartersalesshow.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.